Welcome to The Putting Couch, episode 42. I'm Jim Grunberg, along with Cody Hale and Ted Galena. We are Seymour Putter Company's tour team, and we bring to you The Putting Couch, which focuses on all things putting. This will be part two of a little two-part mini-series on the putter, sort of from grip to the head. And uh, in, in episode 41, we talked in depth about the various benefits and the various uh, detriments, I guess, to having a grip that isn't perfectly fit for you. And we, we talked about grips that were thin grips, heavy grips, fat grips, uh, light grips, um, long grips, shorter grips. And then we talked about the way the golfer actually grips the putter, Cody. We talked about, again, from your experience, uh, Cody, uh, on tour and in the studio, you know, just how important it is. And, and again, we're, we're, we're all in on everybody really taking some extra time to think about are there ways that they can improve their putting using everything from the instruction side to the right putter the right brand the right system and within the putter the fine tuning that the tour players go through which is you know at one end it's with the grip and it's the weight the swing weight the dead weight we talked about all that and in part two today we're going to talk about the other end of the putter which is the head and uh we kind of teased that in in part one where you know, really, essentially, there's there's three general um, sort of looks that that we describe. If you walk into a, uh, you know, whether it's a, a fitting center or whether it's a retail operation or, um, you know, whether you're just watching players on TV, you're gonna see, um, you're gonna see the plumber neck putter, which sort of is uh, is the one that's been associated with Tiger Woods for all these years. You're gonna see the um, the, the double neck, you know, a lot of, um, the mallets sort of have like, not double neck, but the double bend, mm-hmm. excuse me. A lot of the mallets will have sort of a double bend, uh, offset. And then really on tour, you're going to see a lot of straight in straight shaft, um, right into the head. Um, that's even what we at the Seymour Putter Company have been known for, but we really do now have a full line and, and really all of those different looks. So let's just dive into it again. Um, you know, what, what, advice what thoughts do you have on on golfers when they are looking at these different shapes of putters mm-hmm. yeah i'll start and i ted can fill in but they uh you know i think too like you said i mean that regardless of blade and mallet designs you see sort of those three categories of a plumber neck uh, you know that that soft double bend look and then you know a straight straight shaft whether it's in the hill or whether it's center shafted so uh and like you mentioned we're starting to see more of those and there's you know, there's different, there's different, different characteristics with each one of those. And a lot of people like, we all have different visions. We all have different setups. You've seen people perform at the highest level with so many different options. Um, and we obviously win major championships with each, each one of those. But, um, you know, I think we do, you know, we do have, you know, we do have tendencies and there, there are things that sort of go with each one of those tendencies. Now, as you mentioned, we've been known for, you know, Seymour Potter Company's been known for straight near center shafts because that's what, you know, Payne Stewart, likes Zach Johnson, Von Taylor, those guys, Russell Knott, won't have won with them on yes. tour. So, yeah. you know, those yeah. have been most readily seen, I guess, um, from a consumer level, but we have a, a variety of options. So I think that brings us to the point is, you know, what what each type can, what can a player benefit from each type? And they can, you know, and I think it starts, you know, starting with a straight near center shaft is, you know, the balance and alignment benefit. So, you know, I actually had a player in here a couple of days ago and we were, we were talking about the same thing and 
player that has um, you know been using a plumber neck all his life, and you come in and you watch, and you know, yeah, I mean, they're in there an hour, and that's not you're not always going to solve everything in one hour but you see some of the challenges that he had with aim and start line so if your aim gets off your start line you're going to have to make more compensation so we like to try to find something that gives you you know a little bit better opportunity to be more consistent in aim or maybe aim it more accurately and we're able to do that by you know transitioning to the putter and that happened to be a straight shaft and a lot of times the straight shaft, you know, if they enter towards the center, you know, you're creating really easy to see perpendicular angles. So for a lot of players, you don't have to really negotiate the shaft bend as much in order to see what square looks like. And if we point it in the right direction, hopefully that leads to better opportunities to start it online. So that's where I'll start. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think yeah. that's a great starting yeah. place. Yeah, I would venture to guess real quick that most golfers have – had a pretty long run probably with a plumber neck design or a double bend design, mm -hmm. you know. But at the same time, most golfers probably have never really given a straight uh, a straight shaft, a straight center shaft putter, much of a look because quite frankly, um, the fitting centers and the retail stores for years and years and years have just not carried them. So um, oftentimes the only putters you'll find like that are going to be Seymour putters. And so that's where we've sort of been, had a niche there. But, you know, I think a lot of golfers out there have discounted it as a niche. And yet, if you look on tour, the market share of this type of putter on tour is much higher than it is even in a retail. So while most putter changes are driven by golfers that are just wanting to have fun with a the game, they like trying different equipment, and they're always trying to improve, I would say that we'll cover all three. But to your point, I think we've always felt like if, if you're struggling or if you've got some sort of issue with your setup, your aim, your alignment, that even without talking about Seymour's precision rifle scope alignment technology, which we will note, just the idea of a straight shaft going into a head, um, we talk about it sort of like if it were a tennis racket or any other sport, you know, you're actually contacting the ball at the end of the shaft in line. Uh, if you have a straight center shaft putter, we think that it eliminates variables. And I know, Ted, you're, as a teacher, as an instructor, you're all about simplifying. Oh, definitely. I mean, think of a, a hammer, right? I mean, you wouldn't want your the, the handle and then all of a sudden have the head be offset and then try to hammer a nail into the wall. That'd be kind of difficult. I mean, can it be done? We always say, yeah, sure. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. Simple is better in my yeah. my eyes. Um, I think growing up, the only option we had at the time was uh, either an offset putter or answer style putter. You know, I remember I used the answer style putter mm -hmm. for a number yeah. of years. Yeah. And then when I started working in the golf business, I you know I'm, I needed help with my putting. I'm like, well, try to find something simple, and I found a straight center shaft putter. I'm like, wow, okay, this is this is kind of simple in my mind, you know? And then coming to work here, it made it even easier and simpler to putt consistently with the red dot and the white lines. So I think that's the one thing, putting is hard. Uh, it can be simple by using Seymour's rifle scope yeah. technology, but I think people see that, okay, others are using an offset putter and I feel like I gotta yeah. use an offset yeah. putter. But yeah. then what happens is they, they, their alignment ends up being off and, and they end up aiming 
uh, the ball finishes to the right, so they end up aiming left, and they push their putts. And so, you know, I thought, okay, well, let's. That's an easy fix in my mind by Eunice Seymour and telling you why behind it, and this is why a straight center shaft works so well. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they don't want to use a center shaft because they think it's difficult because they already have their hands forward. Yeah. And if, if they can just, you know, look at us or call us or look at our videos online, we show you very quickly how you're able to actually hit through the putter or release the putter head like you would with your 8-iron or your driver. And that's when, when you release the club head, that ball goes much further and your swing is easier. Mm-hmm. Instead of holding on to it and you're pushing it and the ball goes off to the right for right-handed golfers. So if we can bring that back into a putting stroke and show you how you can do it on a repeatable stroke day in and day out, then why not give it a try? And, and that's a great point. I mean, the other thing is is that with, with every other, pretty much every other strike, maybe other than the driver, you know, with your irons, I mean, you're taught to have those hands ahead of the ball because you're compressing the ball, right? You're generating um, impact down through the ball. But that's not necessarily the optimal um, swing movement with a putter. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're not curving the golf ball and we're also putting a whatever, a one six eighths diameter golf ball and a four and a quarter hole. So it's tough, right? And you're not curving it. So you don't have, it's not as a dynamic movement as, you know, as the iron swing, driver swing. So, you, you know, for us, it's, you know, looking at how our body moves and how we can get set up. A lot of times, you know, we always felt like neutrality is, is essential is, you know, getting the shaft to return back to the starting point. And if you can consistently start in the same point, it gives you a great opportunity. So, and again, I mean, we have a ton of different styles, yeah. so we're not discounting, yeah. Hey, yeah. you got to have this option, sure. but I know, sure. I mean, I'll, you know, just from knowing one of the guys who works here came in using an offset putter I won't mention his name, yeah, but yeah. I just heard him the other day say he'd never putt with a straight, uh, never putt with anything but a straight shaft putter. The yeah. other day. So you can see yeah. sort of the transition. Yeah. He yeah. used to use an answer style putter, yeah. used a double bin when he came in, and so you just have to be open yes. to utilizing different options to see what works best for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like you said, if we can, if more players tested a straight center shaft option. They ha- may have more consistency yeah. in terms of yeah. just the overall. And I think a lot of times, even the alignment benefits, but the stroke benefits, you don't have the putter head playing so much on you yeah. in terms of like opening and closing and what am I doing. And players, I, I see them so many times when they come in and they go, oh, yeah, I went to this big mallet with this double bin offset. And it's got, you know, something. a lot of times it, it may have a lot of loft. Well, visually, when they set it down, you know, the putter may close in or open up or or even the offset may look funny. So they then manipulate their setup to form to what the club requires in order, one, to get it to roll correctly, or two, to get it to look square to dress. And yeah. it, it should be the opposite way. It should we be. should build the setup and then make the – hopefully the putter then fits what we're trying to do, you know, with our setup and with our stroke. So, you know, there is a lot of benefits, but we got to make sure that, um, you know, that we're getting in the right positions first and foremost, right? I think uh, I, a lot of people, that when they start using a center shafted putter, they, they you know, the comment I hear, oh, I'm hitting it so much harder. Well, you're not really hitting it that much harder. You're actually making a good putting stroke. And where, a sweet spot. Exactly. And on the offset answer style, you're not able to hit through that putt. You're holding on to it, and that's where it's sort of not getting the – you're getting the inconsistency in speed. How many yeah. times have we heard people say, yeah. when I'm putting, I'm putting like crazy, but when I'm off, I can't hit anything. 
Well, with this, I feel, center shaft putter, you have that consistency of speed. You got to get used to it a little bit, but once you get used to that speed and the stroke, man, it's it's night and day. In some ways, for the average golfer, uh, an offset of any type in a putter, uh, it's a bit of a design flaw, as you mentioned, Ted, sort of like, I mean, you wouldn't use an offset hammer. You certainly would be really tough to play with a tennis racket that had, yeah, or a pool cue that was bent. So... And then, ironically, because of that, it, it, it affects everything, including the putting stroke. And then the whole rest of the game all of a sudden becomes about trying to then build heads that are going to somehow make up for the inaccuracies in your stroke. And, you know, if you turn that upside down, Cody, you actually have a design, you know, the straight-in center shaft design. We've got it in a lot of key models at Seymour where we, it is proven it, it'll actually help you develop a better putting stroke. It'll help you set it square at address, and it'll help you bring it back to square at impact. And so all of a sudden, you know, you're hitting a sweet spot, and you're consistent, and all of a sudden something that – it is that simple sometimes. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize, and I forget about this myself, but back in the early part of the last century um, – straight center shaft putters were like absolutely the rage and then the usga said ah oh, the, there's something about this it's, it is too easy and it was actually taken out of um the rules of golf to where you, you you know right now i don't know if most people know this but you can't actually have a driver or an iron any other club in the bag right now you actually even if they could design it they can't design one with a shaft that goes straight into the middle of the head yeah. You know, because I guess they they feel like ultimately that that could possibly make the game too too easy. So, and they actually the putter got included with that as well. And then it, when it was you know when it was taken back, all of a sudden they went from the straight center to the sort of the straight shaft into the heel, which a lot of great you know multi major championship players used. Right. Um, but there you did have uh, it was a little bit more difficult to manipulate with it with the shaft going mm-hmm. into the extreme heel. But again, there have been many, many times during history, if you look back, where you're going to see putters before the offset. And, you know, the offset came in, and it's, it's a lot of golfers, though, that's all they've known. And so if, it, if, if you're a great putter and you spend a lot of time practicing your putting and you feel like that is a design you have to have, then, you know, we're, we're all for it. And right. that's why we are offering models for that. That's but right. if you're at a point where, okay, I think I could putt better, at least try to include the straight center shaft option into your mix Absolutely. with your fitter. You have to, right? I mean, you know, and that's one of the important. It should be of one of their fit. choices. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the importance of getting fit is that you are able to try all the options at hand because you start to look and there's no, you know, you know, we sometimes you read things and you see things out there that are put that this dynamic a putter or whatever puts you into this type of category. And it's like, well, those two players may have different tendencies. So that that putters or that dynamic that we're speaking about, this you know toe hang and straight back, straight through terminology, and then trying to fit just based on that category, it's just a lot of inaccurate a lot of times. Yeah. And I hate yeah. to say it like that, but it is. Yeah. And so you you can't just put this player into that category and expect those two tendencies to all you know all of a sudden magically get better. So I think a lot of times, you know, you do have to test it. You, you want to include those options. And if that's a straight shaft, you know, center shaft option that helps you strike it in, in the sweet spot and that's it, 
you're better off because you're going to have better speed control. But if it helps you aim it and the balance benefits, your stroke gets yeah. better, you're going to see a lot of improvement. Yeah. But there, like you mentioned, there's also a lot of players that do benefit from either a plumber neck or a double bend. And those players, you know, that's where the shaft is starting to sit. You know, you, the shaft isn't sitting two putter heads forward. It's like it's sitting on the face. It's just a little bit forward of where maybe a straight shaft option those players feel like with their hands yeah. a little yeah. bit forward it stabilizes them but I think the biggest thing is is that when you look down at the putter you you have something there that you can set up consistently to you that you can aim well and that doesn't cause you to actually manipulate your hands in a position to where then the putter head looks square so if you can set it down and allow that offset to stay in that position and perform well with it then you can gain some benefits out of it. But if it's causing you to move around and chase this setup, yeah. you know, and, and figure out where that right spot is, that's tough. Yeah. And, I mean, let's let's put in another, again, uh, a, a little bit of a plug since the three of us have, I mean, we've been focusing on nothing but putter design for the last 22 years now. And uh, I think even with our new Hosel series, what we call the RST Hosel series, we've introduced a kind of a design uh, evolution to where we've brought that offset plumber neck hosel into just one plane. So we feel like it actually, we've brought more of the benefits of the straight shaft putter in because, uh, and, and really our offset does the same thing. So our offset putters in general remain on one plane. Right. So if you look at them from behind, um, it actually still looks like a straight shaft. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we're trying to allow, as you said, golfers to have you know, some variation in, when they set it down in what they see and sometimes find something familiar, but at the same time, we're bringing the benefits of the straight center shaft putter into the plumber neck and into the double bend. That's right. Yeah, and there, you know, that's, you know, that that new design, and that that's that's something that a lot of people, you know, that are in the plumber neck world, if they're looking to go to make a small transition, that would be it'd be awesome for them to be able to benefit. Not only are they going to get the benefits of the setup of rifle scope, but they can stay in something that may be familiar to them, and and have access to still a little bit of that offset. set. And like I said, the offset, you know, is not a, it, it's it's just putting your hands. It's more of a visual for a lot of people than it is like. You know, hey, it's just truly like there. You know, what are you trying to get out of it? I guess is the biggest thing. What, what, what? How is it helping? You know, a lot of times we ask players. You know, tell me three or four things that you like about this putter. What, what is it doing for you other than just, hey, I like the look of it. And you know, we know from on tour, the look of it gets you by for a little while. Because if you don't like the look of it and you putt bad, then it's not staying in yeah, the bag a lot yeah. of times. It has so, to. It has to be yep. pleasing to you. You do. Yeah. You have to marry yeah. those two things yeah. up. And so a lot of times we make sure it fits, and then we have a couple options there that you know, okay, you know, from a visual standpoint, hopefully what you're seeing is matching what's actually happening out there. And then also, okay, this this happens to look good as well yeah. and have the confidence of yeah. the feel coming off the face. All important aspects of getting the right putter in your hands. I know, um, you know, with the, the three options that we're talking about, um, it's got to look good and feel good to you, right? And so, you know, people who come in here and they get fit and they think they want that offset putter or, or that um, answer style putter, they, they get that Seymour putter in that option just because they feel comfortable mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, because, again, utilizing the red dot and the white lines, those are fantastic. But usually what happens, a lot of times, 
three or four months, five months down the road, during our fitting, we show them the options yeah, of yeah, what yeah. a straight shaft yeah. can be. Oh, you yeah. know, Ted, I'm not really, yeah. I don't want to go there right now. Yeah. Well, they finally realize what we're talking about during the fitting and see, oh, okay, now I understand what he was talking yeah. about and yeah. let me come back and talk to him about that. And, you know, a lot of times they, they, still, they still keep that Seymour offset putter, but also they come in for a straight shaft putter and now all of a sudden they're gradually moving to a straight shaft and off to the races. And we talked about it um, in the last episode with the grips that, you know, the, the reality is is that the 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 herd of us, the, 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 the great numbers of us are always going to be led by certain opinion leaders. And that's always going to be what we see on tour and maybe, you know, what we see somebody, you know, uh, you know, the club champion. And so, you know, and that's going to be directly tied to what's been available for all these years, right? So you're much more likely to see tour players, as we talked about yesterday, using your plumber neck or your double bend. But if you really pay close attention, you will see. Even golfers like Lydia Ko, who ironically, when she was a young girl in New Zealand, our distributor used to tell us over and over and over about her victories early in her career using a Seymour putter. And ironically, her last victory was right back to a straight center shaft putter. So um, I, I think there's a comfort factor with using something that more people, uh, you know, not everybody wants to be a nonconformist. Right. You know, but right now at Seymour, I mean, we've got a putter that might be one of the hottest putters in the world called the Mini Giant Deep Flange. And it's a, you know, it's an oversized rendition of our sort of award-winning technology big rifle scope um oversized huge sweet spot but straight in shaft and um sort of in between a mallet and a blade and you know i think what's happening is golfers are now seeing their friends love this putter and put so well with it that i think we're seeing that you know golfers it just takes one thing like that to open the door we've seen it with all the you know, we've seen it with two balls. We've seen it with all kinds of putters historically that there's going to be a run on them. And, and then golfers will, in the end of the day, they'll, then, they'll get it for whatever reason. But then they'll ask themselves, you know, is this, is this different and better than what I've used? And a lot of times, as you said, and as you said, Ted, golfers will realize they'll take the first step. And then this next step is, you know what, why don't I just try and eliminate as many variables as I can and that's getting back to free throw shooting, right? You know, the, the, you, you build something that's that's repeatable by making it simple. Well, I mean, it's if you don't want to take our word for it, go to Seymour.com and mm-hmm. read the number mm-hmm. of reviews under the different models. I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. truth right there. Yeah, 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 so yeah. if you're yeah. in doubt, yeah. always give us a call. But yeah. if you want to do, I mean, I read reviews all the time on different things that I purchase. And yeah. Is it really worth it, what they say? We'll read what our yeah, consumers, yeah. our Samoyans yeah. say. And that's great. And that's that's great for all products. So the other facet of these heads is is the weight of the heads. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about the overall putter as you really want this to be um, something that it, it, it's going to be the most familiar club in the bag. When you pull it out, you know, you want to know, yes, I, I, I love everything about this. I love the feel. I love the weight. I like the way it swings. And you know, there, that, that, there's a range in that, Cody. So tell us a little bit about your thoughts on the weight of the heads. Because I know, again, we have a broad range of heads, and even their base weights mm-hmm. vary. We publish that. And then we have other ways that we can add to them right. to build them up. And, and, and so what are the trends in terms of weights as far as you see and that the average golfer could benefit from? Yeah. And they, you know, I mean, the 
manufacturers have gotten we've all gotten heavier and heavier as we've gone on especially with new designs i mean if you would have released a you know a huge mallet what 30 years ago people would have been like that's crazy right yeah. everybody yeah. was using a whatever an answer style or plumber neck style and you know some smaller mid mallets which you don't see a lot of we have yeah. a few but you yeah. don't see a lot of yeah. so weights were lighter the the greens were a little bit slower so you you know 330 320 you know 335 whatever it was was pretty common mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now you're seeing putters that are common at 360 yeah you yeah. know that's a 30 yeah. gram difference yeah. that's a huge difference yeah. in terms yeah. of what that putter is going to feel like yeah. but you know, I think now, you know, the average, you know, you see somewhere around 350, 360 is a pretty average, um, you know, starting putter head weight. And so, you know, even though we have a wide variety, you get in here and test, and I think we mentioned it a little bit on the last episode, is that, you know, players sometimes come in thinking they want one thing and may need another, right? Once they get to testing it, sort of understanding what it is, because... You know, there's not a ton of information out there about what we talked about yesterday, the static total weights and the swing weights and where those heads start. So, you know, I think I mentioned one of the tendencies we see a lot, you know, a player that comes in with, you know, a putter that's, you know, potentially two inches long and really heavy swing weight, a really heavy head, and they're like, I just got to have this to stabilize my hands. There's probably another underlying issue there, but a lot of times that can start to move into a right miss. So a lot of times what we can do is start to play around with that head weight, maybe make it a little bit lighter form, get them in the right length. And that combination tends to help maybe identify, allow them to identify with the face better, get that putter face back to square. So, you know, the length as, and I look at it a lot of times in here because we have a lot of technology mm -hmm. in the studio um, is, you know, being able to test head weights and see how the player sort of reacts to those. And, you know, it, a shorter putter may need a little bit of heavier head because you're gripping down closer mm -hmm. to the end. Mm -hmm. You go 34, 33 yeah. inches. It's yeah. okay to go yeah. 355, 360 yeah. to feel that depending on what grip you go with. Yeah. But you start to go 35, 36 inches, that head may start to feel a little bit a little bit too heavy. Yeah. So then yeah. we can look at options there. Yeah. Is it something we need to look at a different head? Maybe a little bit of tour lock system on the counterweight yeah. yeah. that's going to add a little yeah. weight, but it's going to help the head feel a little bit lighter. So... Those are all things a fitter should sort of look at and, and, you know, take into account along with all the putter designs and the offsets because, you know, the, there's sometimes players, you know, go through, make sure you go through and test each one of those and find a putter that you can aim well and that you can start on a consistent line and that puts you in the right setup position. And, you know, if you can do those few things, then you know a lot of times, okay, I've got the right length, the loft lie, putter design, I am this well then if you benchmark it in a studio or wherever, you know, that controlled environment is, then you go out, hopefully it's not something you're going to just, you know, con it's not constantly a switch then because you know, okay, I can build around this. Yeah, yeah. Well, the comfort in what Cody is saying right there is that the red dot and the white lines will allow you to have that same consistent feeling over and over again where sometimes – you use a different type of putter brand or whatever you you're in they come in and say they're inconsistent in their strokes or whatever but by utilizing everything that cody's saying there along with hiding that red dot the comfort of making that repeatable stroke you get very used to what that putter is was built for you and that's what makes you a little bit confident more confident on those greens yeah, I mean, any if you have a system helping you with your alignment and, and, and returning it to square, obviously, you're also, you're hitting it in the sweet spot, so your, your feel is enhanced, your role is more consistent because, you know, you're, 
the biggest thing to inconsistent roll is, I mean, when you start, you know, when you start hitting it thin, you start hitting it fat, you know, and you can do that with a putter, right? And oh, absolutely. that changes your feels to the point where you're confused. It seems like there's too many variables going on. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, I mean, even like when we talk about, when we look, you know, a player that regardless if it's the weight, it could be the design, the dynamic of the putter, it could be a number of things causing it. But just like you mentioned, like, the feel of that and then you hit it on the bottom of the face that changes the feel just hitting it between the bottom the middle and the top of the face changes the actual way the ball is going to roll in each one of those and it's amazing to be able to see so if we can help a player start to hit it in the center or closer to that a better opportunity to do that your distance control all that's going to be enhanced along with the many other things we've mentioned and all of our putters at Seymour are adjustable for lie angle as well and I know you know, we, in the end of the day, having that lie angle fine-tuned, I know, is, is pretty important, right? For kind of what you mentioned, because if that lie angle's off, it does start to change uh, your ability to consistently hit the sweet spot. Right. That's right. And, and, you know, we've seen putters throughout the years that have been phenomenal that haven't had a perfect lie angle. But mm-hmm. for most of us as a fitter, you know what it's going to do. And I always talk about, like, to understand this, like if you took a line on a golf ball and you set it right on the ground, and think about this as the line on your putter, and you started, you took that line and you put a laser on it, and then you tilted the line left or right, it doesn't match up with a laser anymore, so it's pointed in a different direction down at the hole, whether that's 5, 10, the further you go, right. the bigger yeah. the distance, yeah. the variance is going to be, and so we start thinking about the line, go, okay, well, if you can aim it well, and you start on a line and you're a tour player, you can get away with it, some of that stuff, but a lot of times... If we can make sure that lie angle is fit perfectly and that putter's flat on the ground, you're not only going to aim it better, but you're going to you're probably going to hit it in the sweet spot more often. You're going to start it on your line better, and you know using that lie angle and, and length correctly, hopefully you can get the same setup. So you you know one time you got the golf course and the toes way up in the air, well you've probably adjusted your setup in some fashion versus where you were fit. Too. So that gives you another sort of system around building a consistent setup. So now you've got the putter, you can use that as the foundation to build that same setup each time. I know, I know, Ted, uh, you know, one of the, you talked earlier about, in the end of the day, you really want to have a putter that, that looks great to you. But it is possible also that the better the putter works and the more the putter works, the more beautiful it becomes, you know, uh, to you. So it's, you know, the one thing I would definitely say is be open at least. I mean, uh, you know, be open at least initially in whatever type of fitting you want to go through. You know, at Seymour, we would certainly encourage you to hone in on kind of what looks the best, but then also going through a proper fitting, it may shake out that you may end up with something that you didn't expect yourself to end up with. And then, you know, if it gives you those positive vibes, if you give, if it gives you that confidence, if you feel like everything about the system you've now built um, is intuitively correct, I, I think it starts to look better to you. No, no there's no science around just looks, right? <laughs> but we can understand. Okay, you aim this, you start on your line, you have more consistent rotation. I mean, there, there's so much technology out there that helps you measure this data and. I don't know how you measure a look. Yeah. I mean, like you said, if you're picking the ball up out of the hole more, there you I mean, go. Those things start to that sound. Mm. 
I'd like to recreate it more yeah. often myself. Yeah. yeah, that's the greatest sound in golf. You know, a lot of times the, the person who pokes the most holes into something or asks more questions about in the putter fitting, whatever, usually comes out with the putter that he or she likes and understands most about. So that, yeah. that's one thing I would say if you go to your putter fitting, don't be afraid to ask questions yeah. and ask why. Yeah. Why, yeah. Are, why are we... Why are you putting me in this answer style head? What about a straight shaft or, or vice versa, whatever, and see what that fitter says. And if it makes sense, then okay, then this might, and you're making putts with it, then you know what? Let's go for it. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed this conversation. We definitely have. Loved, uh, I'd like to thank our listeners really for continuing to send in great suggestions for topics. So based on some great suggestions that we had, episode 41 and 42, we kind of combined into a two-part series on the putter from uh, from grip to head. And uh, we will um, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to episode 43. And right now, though, I would say that... Uh, um, you know, we hope that if you enjoy this, you know, let us know what you think. Um, send it out to your friends. It is the most comprehensive podcast on all things putting. 40% of your strokes are putting. So uh, no matter what else you're loving to listen to out there, um, hopefully you're, you're gaining some things from the, the putting couch. Uh, we, 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 we talk about the equipment. We talk about the tour. We talk about the mental side of things. We talk it, it really just to all things putting. And, and again, We've enjoyed it. This has been episode 42 of The Putting Couch, brought to you by the Seymour Putter Company's tour team. Until next time, thank you. We appreciate you joining us. If you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do wherever you're listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review because that's how we get the Putting Couch podcast content in front of more people. Also, Take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag us at Seymour Putters or hashtag Team Seymour.